Today's video is brought to you by HelloTushy.com. Hey brother! Oh my goodness, you guys. I cannot tell you how good it felt last weekend to finally see that Marvel logo again and finally get some new content. I mean, it felt genuinely unfair to go from Captain Marvel Endgame and Far From Home in 2019 to then nothing for 2020. It has been over a year, but at long last, the wait is over and goodness does it feel worth it because how great were the first two episodes of WandaVision? I don't think I have ever watched a show that has so seamlessly made me laugh and gave me just the heebie-jeebies in such a fun, seamless way. And I mean fun, like they're not trying to parody 50 or 60 sitcoms, they're just embracing it. They're going in full hog and crushing it. Yeah, full hog. I'm sticking with that. Ah, but seriously, it makes you feel so nostalgic, but also makes you keep wondering what on earth is going on. Because despite the style, this is still a superhero show and obviously none of this is real. Like, uh, hey, Vision is supposed to be dead. And what is up with the beekeeper? And who is doing this to Wanda? And if we're looking for the antagonist, like, well, I don't know, the, the the main cast isn't really that big. It's like Wanda and Vision and Agnes, the goofy neighbor. And I mean, like, like, you're not telling me Agnes is supposed to be the bad guy, right? Like, she's not like the devil or something keeping Wanda's soul in another dimension or something, right? Or is she? Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, HelloTushy.com. Guys, it is finally 2021, and you know what that means. New rear, new you. I agree, that was low-hanging fruit, but I'm owning it. Listen, last year, we all doubled down on the importance of washing your hands. So this year, why not go the extra mile? If you know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, see the rear joke from before. Point is, the future of toileting has finally arrived. Well, sort of. I mean, bidets have been around forever, but they have been hideously expensive. So let me rephrase. The past, present, and future of toileting is now affordable. The brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. But wait, there's more. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts down your toilet paper usage by 80%. That's right, 80%. That means the Hello Tushy Bidet is paying for itself in just a few months. You guys like my infomercial voice? WandaVision has kind of got this whole like retro TV thing going, so. It's like flushing money right into your savings account. Not to mention, it is also just a total game changer, not only in cleanliness, but also in conversation starters. What's new with you? Well, trust me, there is no more discussing the weather when you've got yourself a shiny new bidet. And you can purchase worry-free. The Hello Tushy Bidet comes with a 60-day worry-free guarantee and 12-month warranty. Plus, you can go to hellotushy.com super to get 10% off plus free shipping. This special offer is just for our viewers and won't last long. Go to hellotushy.com super for 10% off. Okay, I'll stop. Hellotushy.com super, 10% off. Link in the description down below. Okay, so in case you need a refresher, let's take a quick look back at Wanda's journey through the MCU thus far, because despite being one of the most powerful Avengers, if not 
the most powerful one, she's never been the sole focus of any movie or TV show until now. She was first introduced in Age of Ultron, along with her brother Pietro, as the end result of Hydra's experiments using the Scepter, aka the Mind Stone. The guy doing the experiments on them was someone named Wolfgang von Strucker, great name, who might sound familiar after the first two episodes, but more on that later. And even though Strucker was torturing Wanda and Pietro, it turns out they volunteered for these experiments. But the reason they volunteered was because their home was destroyed and their parents were killed by some terrible weaponry, but not just any weaponry. I'm on the side of the shell. It's painted one word, Stark. This quite understandably makes the two very upset with Tony until they actually get to spend some time with him and decide, oh, well, maybe he's not that bad. I mean, at the very least, he seems against dropping our home city back on the planet and destroying all life on Earth. So there, he's got that going for him. During said battle though, Pietro, whose superpower was super speed, gets shot by bullets and dies. Seriously, are they going with that? The guy who can like run faster than bullets gets shot by bullets? And okay. The Quicksilver lining, huh? though, no, that wasn't funny. The good news out of the situation though, is that she gets a new boyfriend and family in the form of Vision, who is also powered by the Mind Stone and the Avengers. Of course, soon after she shoves Vision down a super giant hole and then the Avengers break up, so. But don't worry, it's okay. At least her and Vision patch things up and they fall in love until she's forced to kill him. To save the, to save the universe, did I say? She has to kill him to save the universe and she does it and it's really hard. Of course, then it is immediately reversed and then she has to watch it happen again, this time at the hands of the person she was trying to prevent it from happening with the first time. It's even worse the second time. I mean, think about that. She is forced to kill the person she loves only to immediately fail to save his life, which is, that doesn't happen often. But hey, at least like 10 seconds later, she gets snapped out of existence anyway. So man, that's a bad day. As such, when she comes back to life, she is insanely mad and finally cranks her power up to a full 10. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, defeats Thanos by herself until he decides to like rain fire on the battlefield. Okay, seriously though, Wanda versus Carol, Mindstone versus Space Stone, who you got? Let me know in the towel section down below. Wanda. But while Endgame does a pretty good job of wrapping many things up, we never know at all what happens to Wanda afterwards until now when we see her suddenly showing up in black and white on a 50s and 60s styled sitcom with Vision still alive. Which let's be clear, he should not be. He is one of the very few heroes who is not brought back to life by the Hulk's snap. That is because he was not killed by Thanos' initial snap, he was killed by Thanos ripping the Mind Stone out of his head and does not return for the final battle. In fact, between Thanos ripping the stone out of his head and WandaVision starting, Thanos snaps again and destroys the Mind Stone that used to power him out of existence. So how is he suddenly back, alive and well and wondering what his job is? Well, as they say, the devil is in the details. That's not the only place he is. <laughs> Classic Agnes. <laughs> what do you know, Agnes? Where else is the devil? Where? 
Is it you? Yeah, I'm sorry, but if Agnes herself isn't the devil, then she is at the very least working for him. Although I should clarify, when I say the devil, I don't necessarily mean the the devil, but rather a very specific Marvel villain known as Mephisto. Not to be confused with the Diablo II Lord of Destruction Act Three final boss Mephisto. I mean, I'm sure they're inspired by the same thing, but you know. Anyway, getting back on track, you might be wondering, wait, who is Mephisto? Great question. Story time. The Marvel Universe has a lot going on with like gods and demons, and there's a lot of kind of confusing overlap. Like take the Asgardians, are they actual proper gods or are they just aliens that humans called gods because they're so powerful? It's complicated. And Mephisto falls into that same camp. Technically, he is an extra-dimensional being who is considered by the people of Earth to be a demon or the actual real-life devil. He also happens to rule over a flame-ridden dimension known as Hell or Hades, depending on the story, but again, it's not actually either of those places. It's just his own personal dimension that he lets people believe is Hell the same way he lets people believe he is the real devil because he just likes messing with people. In fact, he likes it so much that he is often striking shady, very dishonest deals with people that come with very hefty prices. It's like the monkey's paw, where your wish is indeed granted, but normally with some very horrible twist. The most infamous story involving such a deal happened when Spider-Man's Aunt May is fatally wounded. So Spider-Man goes to Mephisto and asks him to restore Aunt May's life, which he does, but the price is that Peter and Mary Jane's marriage and all history of their happiness together ever is erased from history. Now everyone totally hated that story, but it does give you a good idea of how much Mephisto can manipulate reality and how underhanded his deals are. Not only can he create brand new realities, but he can also shapeshift into different forms, like say a wacky neighbor who seems to know more than she's letting on. Agnes. All right, let's look at the clues, most of which come from the second episode of the show. Agnes's first words to Wanda in this episode are, Look, it's the star of the show. Now this is quickly covered up by her meaning that she's referencing her rabbit, Senior Scratchy, who will be the star of the magic show. However, it is also a not so subtle way of implying that Agnes is actually aware that Wanda is the star of this reality warp show. Or it's possible she could be referring to herself in that moment as the one who is actually in control of the entire warped situation. Speaking of Senor Scratchy though, that is an interesting name for what appears to be a fairly docile rabbit. Turns out it's actually very close to an archaic name for the devil, Mr. Scratch or Old Scratch. According to Wikipedia, the name likely comes from Middle English Scrat, the name of a demon or goblin derived from Old Norse Scrat. But again, possibly the biggest clue that Agnes is just Mephisto in disguise comes from the little dialogue during the planning committee for the fundraiser for the children. Dottie says, the devil's in the details, and Agnes responds, that's not the only place he is. Now the retort gets a little laugh, which makes it seem like Agnes is just making a silly joke. <laughs> oh, Agnes. But it is also a little clue that Agnes knows more than the audience about what is going on. Perhaps the devil is right there in front of our eyes, and they're just toying with everyone, including us. But so if Agnes is Mephisto, the big questions obviously become, what deal did Wanda make with Mephisto? Like, what did she ask for? 
And what is it costing her? And of course, it's hard to say exactly what the deal was, but I have to say it feels pretty obvious why the deal was made. And that was... For the children. 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 Also, Miss Hart asks... And why don't you have children yet? And sure enough, by just the end of the second episode, Wanda has already magicked herself pregnant. And actually it turns out that Wanda using her powers to manifest a child has some precedent because in the comics she tries this very same thing. So if such a thing happened in the real world after the events of Endgame, she tried to manifest a child and failed, that could be the inciting incident for what we're seeing in WandaVision. That after losing her home, her parents, brother, the Avengers, Vision, dying herself, and then losing her child, she finally just loses it. Breaking down entirely, deciding this reality is not for me, and instead, she makes the deal with Mephisto. Actually, I keep saying she manifested a child, but they keep saying children, which makes me think maybe it's going to end up being twins. I mean, Wanda is a twin herself, and in the comics she has twins named Speed and Wiccan, which like, <laughs> I wonder what their powers are. Anyway though, it seems pretty possible to me that she would have bargained for Vision to have been back and for them to have had kids. But the question is, what? was the price. Well, typically Mephisto deals in souls, which if you ask me is kind of a vague price in terms of what it means Wanda has to give him. Like, does that mean he's now allowed to control Wanda or does she have to do his bidding? Or is it more like Harry Potter where he takes your soul and you become like a vacant shell of a person and he gets to add it to his collection. In the meantime, he also creates a brand new reality for you to live in. Honestly, just because of Wanda's insane level of power, I'm leaning kind of more towards the first two. Because like, just think of the amount of destruction you can cause if you control Wanda. However, whatever the deal was, it seems like there was also another force for good out there trying to rescue Wanda, and that is S.W.O.R.D., whose logo you can see right here on the side of the helicopter. S.W.O.R.D., in case you don't know, at least in the comics, is just a subdivision of S.H.I.E.L.D. that deals with intergalactic threats. As far as the MCU is concerned, though, it looks like it's gonna be more just like S.H.I.E.L.D. Reborn, but with a new name and in space. Actually, on that note, the actress playing Geraldine in WandaVision has been confirmed to be the grown up version of Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel 2. Monica, of course, would have obvious connections to Nick Fury and the Skrull, and I think could very believably be working for S.W.O.R.D. Either way, I think they are the ones communicating with Wanda asking, who is doing this to you? Who's doing this to you, Wanda? I mean, at the very least, they can absolutely see what's happening because they zoom out on this little TV screen right here. And when I first saw that, I was like, whoa, they found a way to see what's happening inside Wanda's mind? That's crazy. But then I started thinking, well, honestly, if the show ends and it's like, Haha, that was all a dream and Wanda just wakes up, uh, that's pretty lame. Instead, the reason I think they're able to see what's happening is because what's happening is really happening inside of some town somewhere. I mean, just take a look at this shot from one of the trailers. It looks very much like the edge of a bubble or something inside of which this entirely new reality is happening. So just like we talked about earlier with Spider-Man and Aunt May, Mephisto would have effectively been able to rewrite everyone in the town's 
entire history. Which would then also explain why nobody seems to know how they got there or who they are or how long they've been there. I actually don't know what I'm doing here. Who are you? What exactly is your story? It would be like a pocket dimension within our own dimension. Very similar to how Thanos used the reality stone to portray a restored Titan or to conceal all of the damage he did at nowhere. But so then the question becomes, is Mephisto doing this? Or did he give Wanda the power to do this? And either way, the end result is the same, that an entire town has been corrupted or at least trapped inside of this new reality without them having any awareness of it, which just feels very sinister. Also makes you wonder like, uh, so is Vision really there then? Because if he's really there, does that mean they also recreated the Mind Stone? Because if so, has questions. Seems like that has the many implications. Or is he not there at all? And will he just sort of fade away if this reality is broken? Honestly, questions I don't quite have the answer to yet, but I'm so excited to find out. On the other hand, I might be able to offer some explanations for some of the other weird things like the Stark toaster or the Strucker watch. If I had to guess, I would say the ads are the ways in which Wanda is unpacking her emotional trauma and that in each episode, we'll see the next one unpacked in some form of an advertisement. So first, her parents were killed by Stark weapons. That's the toaster. And then Wolfgang von Strucker tortured her and her brother, that's the watch. And if the pattern continues, I would bet that in the third episode, we see something to do with Pietro dying, like maybe Ultron branded shoes or something. And that just leaves us with the beekeeper, which has everybody buzzing with questions. <laughs> Okay, this guy feels so random, but you will notice he too has the sword logo on his back and that is the key to understanding him. Basically, all I think that's happening is sword is doing everything they can to penetrate this weird reality bubble. First, they tried coming in from above with the helicopter, but it hits the reality filter, turns into a toy and crashes. But that's why it's a different color because it's not supposed to be there. They also try with the radio and almost get through to Wanda who breaks a glass and begins bleeding. Again, not supposed to happen, so it's red. And then there's the beekeeper. If the airways and the sky didn't work, it looks like they're trying to come in from below through the sewers and Wanda recognizes this person isn't supposed to be there, has a moment of lucidity and decides, no, I'm pressing rewind. So be on the lookout. Anything with the sword logo is probably trying to break its way into the bubble, but so far they're being pretty unsuccessful. So the bees in the beekeeper suit, I think are just the result of passing through the filter. It's the same as the helicopter. It was big, hit the filter, became a toy. I'm betting they started out with like a hazmat suit or something, but when they cross through, bzzz. But in the meantime, our theory right now is that Wanda made a deal for the children with Mephisto, who was secretly inside the reality himself as Agnes, along with her super sus rabbit, Senor Scratchy. Oh, <laughs> we're on to you, rabbit. And that this is all not just happening inside Wanda's head, but that it is legit happening to an entire town 
somewhere. But Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, do you agree, is Agnes secretly Mephisto? Let me know your thoughts in the towel section down below. But guys, thanks as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Marvel action from us. If you want to see how Natasha is actually totally still alive, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.